Welcome to the last part of my conversation with Sam. In this part, Sam talks about his experiences as an international student and what the domestic student body can do to integrate international students more into the community and what the institution can do better. Um, I think this is the most important part of our conversation, so uh, give it a close listen. Enjoy. Um, so yeah, I guess transitioning to a bit of a, a lighter topic, um, you're now here at Haverford. Um, I mean, you're my friend, and we've had lots of discussions like this before, but um, I think it's important for people to know, and I, again, I told you this before, I don't want to I don't want to create a us uh, like a like a us and them mentality, but uh, I think it's I think objectively the challenges that um, international students face acclimating to a place like Haverford or any uh, um, any you know American community uh, is markedly different from an American kid coming to college. Um, I was wondering if you could maybe elaborate on that and maybe uh, just like summarize what you're overall what your experience has been as uh, someone from Singapore who's had markedly different experiences here at Haverford? I feel like Haverford has been very welcoming, as in, um, I've heard stories from my friends, because I took an extra gap year, so most students from my class, um, they're actually currently sophomores. Um, most of my friends from back in high school, they're all like sophomores right now. And then, um, as in, I've heard a lot of stories about them mainly just mingling with people from you know their own race or from their own country. Um, even though I, I was sort of put in a situation I, where, which I didn't really have a choice to mix with people from my own country because um, I'm more or less the only um, like real Singaporean in my class <laughs> or even in this school. So um, I was sort of forced to interact with people from other countries and with um, Americans as well. So um, yeah, but then I feel like everyone has been very welcoming. I'm playing in the Ultimate Team. Like members from the Ultimate Team have been very welcoming. They've been, um, they've tried to you know pull me in and do all kinds of activities that they're doing and make me feel like really welcome and um, it's been very great so far. Um, but I feel like um, Haverford has a lot of, um, still has a lot of room to improve on with like how they actually handle um, you know affairs that pertain to international students. Um, I understand that our school is still very young in terms of like having um, this um, significant amount of like international students. From what I know, like five years ago or even ten years ago, um, we have a lot you know, less like international students compared to now. And back then, um, understandably so, with that little amount of international students, I think the entire infrastructure, the entire like um, what kind of um, resources that they invest in this group of students would definitely be significantly less than now. But then in recent years, they have um, expanded this pool. But then I think the resources, they haven't really, it hasn't really caught up. And then that awareness of like what this group of students need and how they actually, you know, um, how they actually interact with the the student community it hasn't really been extensively like looked into um, can you give me can you give me an example of something like that from what i know um so i'm just going to compare with um like um other liberal institutions which are of, um, similar you know yeah then from what i know swarthmore and uh, some of the other liberal colleges like um, even before the international students come in even before the international students come in, they would, um, you know, some of them would be nice enough to even mail a SIM card for them so that they can come here and settle down really quickly. Then for like Swarthmore College, from what I understand, they give um, international students this um, mandatory, um, okay, more or less, I'm not sure whether it's mandatory or optional, but then it was uh, available for any international student to work for one hour in the campus during the international student orientation. Because once you work for that one hour, you would be able to apply for a social security number, which is required for you to work on campus. So with a social security number, you can start getting paid by the school, and then you can start to you know 
um, you know, you can start to be somewhat financially independent, at least for your own personal expenses. But then, um, what Haverford does is that it doesn't really help you to, you know, go through all of this process. Even though the orientation um, gives you the opportunity to buy a phone card, um, it's not um, exactly, you know, um, you still have to go out of your way to actually purchase these things and figure out these things on your own. And then, from what I understand, um, basically I had to go through this process as well. Um, I had to find a job. That was about um, half a month or one month into school. After I finding my job, I need to go to the social security office on my own to apply for a social security number. And then after getting a number, I have to you know set up the entire thing and basically make sure that uh, money was going to my bank account. And this was two weeks or three weeks into school. For some people, it was really like one month or one and a half half month into school. And then you know, as, as for any uh, any freshman basically coming to a new environment, you're struggling. You don't necessarily have to struggle, but then there's a lot of work to, you know, you have to put in to sort of um, understand how like the school curriculum is working, how your classes are working, shopping week, and then there's customs and everything going on. As in, it's quite a logistical nightmare to actually go out into Philly on your own to get your social security number right, set up. Yeah. And the thing is, most of us are not exactly very familiar with Philly either. So, as in, you can argue that, you know, being able to, travel all the way from our country to the US, we should be able to know how to go all the way to Philly and figure out all of these administrative features ourselves, uh, administrative like tasks ourselves. But then <laughs> it's still quite a lot for um, an 18, 19 year old. Yeah, you know. it's overwhelming. Yeah. It's I, mean, I, I can't figure out like the septic system still, you know, it's like, yeah. and I'm from New York City, right? <laughs> so I'm supposed to be good at that. Yeah, it's pretty complex. And then I feel like the school can do a lot more. As in, I understand it, it's still figuring out, but then, you know, maybe they can organize like a discussion session with other liberal arts institution and just to, you know, go and check with their international student office, check with their administration, you know, what are some of the measures that they've been doing to make transition easier so that, you know, all students can have a more equal experience once school starts rather than, you know, people are going for clubs, you know, the American students are going for clubs and, you know, trying to understand um, different activities and stuff, but then um, the international students are still trying to find their way around some of these measures just so that they can get their pay. It's even worse for certain students who come from, international students who come from, you know, um, with a, um, who are not that well off, basically. So, you know, coming here, they don't bring a lot of cash with them. They really need to start working soon so that they can, you know, partake in the usual kind of activities that students do during weekends. Yeah, so if they don't have these financial resource, resources, right, then it just means that their experience would be significantly, you know, um, would not be the same as what, um, you know, it could be. So right, I right. feel like the school can definitely look into this and they can, f they can definitely improve on this. Yeah, and I guess it's the, it's, it's, I mean, it makes you, after hearing that, it just makes you realize that it's like a lot of it is just the small things, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there, not, not, not to say that like a SIM card is not, a, not is a small thing, but um, ISO, I know ISO does a decent job and, and mm -hmm. or they, they try very hard in, in helping students acclimate to, you know, American culture, but there are like, comparatively speaking, like a SIM card's a relatively small thing, but, you know, providing students that, providing students the opportunity to mm -hmm. get, you know, it, you know, giving them an easy way to get their social, social security number, it's very important. Um, I guess when it comes to um, American students, um, I don't, I, I, Haverford is, is different because I think the honor code and all that really self-selects itself. So a lot of, um, a lot of, you know, most everyone here is nice. You know, that's like the, I think that's like the, at, at the bare minimum, everyone's nice. Mm -hmm. um, are there any misunderstandings uh, that you feel, uh, are there, do you know, do you know of any misunderstandings between uh, international kids and American kids? Um, 
is there something that we should be more cognizant of? Uh, I guess, should there be, a, should you think there should be a, like a greater effort uh, on, uh, for like from domestic kids to uh, integrate international kids in like certain communities or anything like that? Hmm. I think to be fair, at least for most of the Americans around me, they've really gone you know, out of their way to actually try to include me in a lot of things. I've seen them try to include other international students in like fun activities or you know, even just basically just studying together. We've all you know, come together pretty nicely. And I feel like a lot of the American students have also tried to you know, make conversation topics as inclusive as possible because we all grew up in different environments then you know, some of the jokes that you make and some of the discussions maybe about politics or maybe even just the cartoons that you watch when you were younger, some of them might not be exactly very inclusive. But then you guys have tried very, really hard to, you know, just make sure that the conversation is accessible mm -hmm. for any student, basically. And I feel like it's been very great. And um, yeah, really, you know, good job, everyone, <laughs> for pretty. doing that. Um, I feel like the trickier part is actually, you know, um, understanding or at least try to sort of empathize with why certain students behave in a certain way. I mean, if you will come to certain regions of the world, you know, conversing with people about certain topics just might be, you know, slightly uncomfortable. Sometimes just, um, or, you know, conducting in certain social activities just uncomfortable. Like certain people might just, as in, I know certain international students who are actually very friendly once you get to you know, get to know them, but then they might appear to be very aloof or very unwilling to talk to people. It's not because they don't want to be your friend or what, but sometimes it's just normal for people from their culture to just be quiet and just mm -hmm. sit down there and just, you know, do their own stuff. But then there are definitely opportunities for you to interact with them. So just don't, you know, lose faith in them. They could still be, potentially be your best friend, you right, know, out from yeah. your college education. Try to get to know them. If you have time, you know, ask them out for lunch or dinner. I'm sure they'll be more than willing to talk to you. They might just feel uncomfortable in a group conversation setting as to, you know, a one-to-one -one setting. So just don't give up on them and then just try to get to know them and then put in a bit, just a bit, a bit more effort to get to know them and try to, you know, understand about their culture. I'm sure, as in, there's a reason why all of us, as in why the school wants to bring in people from different countries over, as in, we all have very interesting stories and we would all love to share with all of you. Yeah, everyone should really, uh, really take take that advice to heart. Um, I think that's like applicable to anyone, really. You know, not just international students. Mm -hmm. Like asking people how they're doing or asking about their past experiences, never it, it, it never hurts, and it always uh, actually makes people feel more comfortable. And uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I guess maybe just the last last thing. Um, and I know we already touched on this a little bit. Um, generally speaking, you you enjoy your time here. I feel like, um, actually recently I've been thinking a bit about, you know, why I chose to leave my home. Like, you know, it's more than 20, it's about 22, 23 hours of flight time, excluding layover times from Singapore to the US, at least to, to Pennsylvania, to Philly. Yeah, so, like, I've been asking, like, um, is this experience, like, you know, substitutable? Would it be the same at any other US school, or would it be the same if I were to study anywhere else other than the US? So... Um, I feel like Haverford definitely has something unique to offer, which is the com community. I feel like um, because of how like the school selects who to admit, as in, I don't think I'll be able to find um, another environment where I can find people who are so friendly, who are so willing to talk to me, you know, at any time. And then people who 
would try to include me in um, the nicest way possible. So it's a very ideal kind of environment, even though it's um, it's slightly unrealistic to expect this from outside. But then at least for these four years, I feel that it's still very valuable to have an environment that's very accommodating for you to grow, for you to explore, and for you to meet people, and just to have a taste of what you know what ideal could be like. You know, sometimes. I think it's important to know how ideal feels like so that you have something to work towards too. Um, I feel like, um, as in people who are more close to me, maybe will feel that I have a lot of frustrations with um, the, the school the school <laughs> committee about certain issues regarding OPT, CPT, regarding <laughs> certain things that you can do better for, right. um, you know, the honor code for plenary and things like that. So, um, as in, I don't think... Um, I, I'll be able to summarize everything on this here, but you can definitely come and talk to me about it. If since I feel like um, there there is a lot to learn about some of the struggles that international students face because um, we have always been you know fighting with the school for certain things that we believe in, but then sometimes it's quite hard to fight for what the international students feel because it's um, I think a lot of them just tend to be a, a bit more shy with, with regards to these things, and then their voice usually is not that much heard. Like, if you don't understand what OPT and, CPT, OPT and CPT means, you should talk to your international student friends. Let them tell you. Let them be the voice to, you know, sort of let you know what some of the struggles they're facing. Then maybe together we can do something interesting to actually, you know, make the school a much better place for everyone. You're, what you just said is very insightful. Um, on the one hand, I guess, yeah, you're right. What, what does make this place so great is that everyone is welcoming. Maybe not to the degree that every, you know, some people would hope, but um, the fact that uh, I think generally speaking you're having a good time here is uh, is indicative of of the culture that we that Haverford tries to build. Whether we're successful, whether we live up to to what we preach is another thing, um, but we certainly try. Um, I guess there's what we preach and there's what we do, and I think there's a lot more that we can do to get closer to what we preach and definitely, practice. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, so anyway, on that note, uh, Sam, thank you so much for mm -hmm. speaking with me. Yeah, it's great talking to you too.